0: Welcome to the Food Is Podcast. My name is Chris King, and in this episode, I'll be speaking to Sophie from Alicia, a new startup social enterprise which buys food that would otherwise have gone to waste from various local artisan suppliers at a discounted rate and uses them to create meals to order, as well as catering for events. I caught up with Sophie during one such event, and she shared with me the story behind Alicia, how it functions, and the impact her company is having on reducing avoidable food waste. Then we met up a second time when she was meeting with chef Emily Rue, daughter of Michelle Rue Jr., who has been providing Sophie with mentorship and support in developing her dishes. I spoke to Emily about her experiences as a chef in relation to food waste, both here in the UK and in France, and what she's gained and learned about the issue from her work with Sophie. Sophie has been very kind to provide listeners of the podcast with a discount on their first purchase from Alicia, details of which I will share at the end of the recording. But for now, enjoy the podcast.
1: I'm Sophie, and I started the company, the catering company, about six months ago. So it's called Elysia, and um, well, the name comes from Elysian Fields which is a, a place in, um, in Greek mythology where ancient Greek people could go and um, a bit like heaven, like to go after life. Um, so it refers to the second life of the food that I use. Um, so all the food that I'm catering with um, is made from local producers produce and it's all rescued. So all the food that food have been wasted. Um, so, for instance, you have bread, cheese, every everything really that you can find um, that would have been wasted. Yeah. So today it's an aperitif. So, um, well, it's um, for an evening buffet, for an event, and I'm. Um, Doing some bread with sun kissed tomatoes and olive oil, and some cheeses, British cheeses with sourdough bread, and the chickpea mousse, chickpea that you already know, um, with, with carrot sticks and um, crisp bread, broken crisp And then there will be a dessert some cakes and fruit compote. It's always from British producers. And um, so the tomatoes today come from Kent. Um, the cheese are for several cheeses. So uh, one from the Lincolnshire, one from uh, the East uh, Sussex, and uh, one from Somerset. Um, and then the bread comes from London, um, from the Bow Market. What else do we have? Well, the hummus come from London as well. Um, All the herbs are from Kent. Kent. When I arrived, I had no idea of the surplus food, of the food surplus. I just discovered it by asking questions to the producers because I wanted to launch a food business. And um, it happened that when I visited some bakeries or... Um just has question to a few producers and told me that there's a small percentage of the production that is wasted. And actually the high quality food in London is super expensive. So I thought that maybe it would be great to give access to this great produce that are really expensive to more people. Um, I could do that by buying the surplus at a discount price and sell it at a discount price. So yes, it's really how it started. And then the more people I met, um, the more food I got. And I not only did breakfast, but also um, evening buffet. So, very organic. All the products I have are handmade. Um, so, there's always imperfection, somehow. And obviously, when you are a business, and it totally makes sense, when the product is not exactly the same. You cannot sell it at your at your clients because they expect like um, consistency. Mm-hmm. So um, in this case, it either uh, it can uh, be donated mm-hmm. or it can be um, wasted uh, most of the time. So that's yeah. So this is a lot. lot of money.
0: So what you're doing is you're offering producers an opportunity to actually make some of the money back because yes. That they invest in the
1: producing yes. products yes yes exactly the idea is really to try to be fair um, with, with everyone and to um, to pay for the produce like the real price and to uh, um to give access to um to more high quality food to more people because i guess the more people buy this kind of food the cheaper we get over time as well so um so, so to, yeah, to give access and it's such a shame to see so many uh, sourdough bread wasted, uh, beautiful vegetables wasted as well. Because and there are also hungry people, and there are also uh, uh, people who cannot afford this food. That would be super happy to to have this. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> Obviously, there's a lot of food waste entrepreneurialism here. Yes. Uh, is it the same in France?
2: Um,
1: yes, I think. Well, maybe in France, a little bit less waste. I would say, um, handmade food are maybe much more popular in uh, in France. So people are quite used to see um, imperfect cheeses, for instance, and. I would say that people who, like producers, would not be afraid to discount it at the end of the day, so that other people can buy it. So maybe there is a little bit less waste, and there is also some regulation about it. Like large supermarket cannot waste, like cannot throw away food, like they have to give it to charity. So has the regulation, there is an impact, of so there is less waste. Um, but I mean. On a daily basis, I, I'm I'm not sure about that. I guess in restaurants it's the same. Um, so obviously there is there are apps like Optiniam in France, when you can buy your your food from from restaurant that is leftovers. Well, basically the food that people would not would not buy, they can buy it from the application at a discount price. So this is pretty cool. So this is hummus made with um, vegetable surplus. Anna McCoulum from Chickpea makes it. And this one is with carrot, ginger, and turmeric.
2: And I will add some quiz bread and carrot stick
1: with it. Everyone who buys from me from knows where the food comes from, that this food would have been wasted. And I think more and more businesses are interested in um, trying to have an um, impact on the environment, like a positive impact and to reduce waste, because yeah. it concerns everybody. Um, so yeah, say that people are sensitive to it so they are very open so far with the initiative and when they taste the food they are quite happy so so far about it so yeah and they often like the story behind the food like I like to say where exactly it comes from um, from Etioria what is the story of the producer um, why it is why there is a crack under the ring of this cheese so yeah it's quite Nice to hear the stories because it means like there are real people behind the product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to develop as a franchise like to employ people and to um, um, try to develop worldwide like a franchise with small producers like everywhere with Mexican food or French food or Chinese food, anything um, to try to spread awareness about waste and artisanal products so handmade products as well. so yes.
0: So after meeting with Sophie at the event she was catering for, we met up again when she was developing a new dish with her mentor chef, Emily Rue, and that's what I'll be sharing with you now. Mm -hmm.
1: This this one is the hummus, um, those are the pickles, the sun-dried tomatoes, and the cheese, this is there.
2: So this smells very nice. So we can put a generous amount of this.
1: Okay, perfect.
2: So I'm doing it as if I'd want to eat it.
1: <laughs> you will eat it afterwards, so that's...
2: Oh, okay. So that's okay then. Should I do two then? Yeah, if you want. One for you, one for Chris. (laughs) What are you making? So this is um, tartine, which is basically a slice of bread. So now we're using rye bread. And um, toasted. And on top we're having a hummus, which is made out of wonky vegetables. And we're going to add to that some pickles, homemade pickles, and some sun-dried tomatoes, and some cheese. Basically the perfect lunch. <laughs> there we go. i add this one first. Yeah, you can always fit more. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll do the... There we go. So here we have carrots. What else do we have? There's a radish underneath. Yes. So all these are wonky vegetables as well?
1: Yes, from surplus. All, all the vegetables are from surplus. So this one came come from Kent. It
2: smells very nice though. Hungry (laughs) already? Do you eat cheese?
0: So how did you get involved with
2: supporting? Well, we met not long ago. We met um, when was it? October? Yeah.
1: Yes, I think so. Yes, late October. Yeah. Yeah, maybe even early November at Eco. So Eco is um, the organization in East London that basically offers. one hour of one skill for another hour of another skill, and they had this program, food program, a food accelerator. I was involved in and had a chance to uh, to pitch the business, so basically to present the business to Emily, which we were part of a, of a panel. Judge. Yes, part of judging panel. And and at the end of the of the day, Emily was super nice, came to me and said, well, Sophie, if you, if you need a mentor, we'd love to be in touch. So, so we, we, yeah, we discussed a lot and then we met a few times and it went very well. Emily gave me good um, advice about the recipes, um, the, um, the ingredients, the product I should have in my menus. So it was very up- helpful. <laughs> yeah, it was a
2: great day. Yeah, it was really interesting. There are loads of interesting um, loads of interesting startups and and chefs and it was it was really interesting and Sophie's idea got me straight away. She was the first one as well to, to get up on stage. And it was the one that I didn't forget. I thought that was a really great idea and that we should definitely do more about it. What was it that appealed to you exactly? Well, the fact that she was using all this food that was supposed to go to the bin. And, um, and some really nice stuff. I mean, she was talking about charcuterie, so saucisson, stuff that I love, cheese, yeah. which is completely French and that we all use it for a protif. And I just thought it was a great idea and I thought I have to be part of that and I have to help if I can, any way I can. And
0: do you see yourself taking anything from this experience? Of course. Surplus and of
2: course, I've learned so much with her, and I think we've both learned together. But um, definitely I've learned a lot, and how much how much is wasted, and how much she could buy off people if this was a very big thing, which would be great.
0: Do you see surplus food, and food that would otherwise come to being incorporated into your future
2: menus? Definitely. Definitely. If I can get cheese as good as... <laughs> <laughs> At the same price, of course, yeah, I'd love to yeah. and what's
0: what's your experience with uh, food waste? have you like within the kitchens that you've worked in, um, have you seen attempts to reduce it?
2: I think I definitely think that chefs try to reduce to a maximum their food wastage, and from what I've seen, everybody tries to do their bit. Obviously in some cases it is a bit difficult, but I think even household waste, we should all be very careful about it. Food is food, it's made for eating and it's not made to, be, to go down the bin. You know, as long as you wash your fruit and vegetable, everything is edible, nearly, on it. So why peel, why, why waste?
0: And what if, uh, what if the differences been between your experiences in France and in
2: the UK? Um, I, think, I think Paris is a little behind on the whole recycling scheme and and definitely in the restaurants that I've worked, there hasn't been as much recycling as there is here. Yeah, they've probably got a, a bit more work to do on that front. It looks appetising. Yes, <laughs> yes, you did an awesome job. <laughs> it looks very nice. Yeah. I I would eat that. (laughs) Should we (laughs) get it on Friday? We could do that, yes.
0: Why do you feel that there's uh, an increasing awareness uh, at this point in time around food waste?
2: Because I really think there was a lot of wastage a few years back and people weren't aware of this and weren't aware that so much food was being wasted and wasn't being redistributed. And I think everybody is more and more aware of where produce is coming from. Um, if it's coming from overseas or if it's coming from their local, local market or local fishmonger or wherever. And I think that's super important that everyone is trying to reduce their footprint, carbon footprint, and um, are really trying their best to avoid this. Why now? Probably because we're eating more and more. I mean, I think people are more and more engaged with restaurants, foods, and TV chefs non stop. So, I think people are more and more aware and are more and more interested in food and restaurants and... So, where are restaurants sourcing their products from? Mm-hmm. Hopefully things will only get better.
0: Yeah.
2: They should. There's no reason why not.
0: And do you see um, a difference in attitude between the generations? Because I'm sure you've worked with uh, chefs from different generations. But what's the difference in, in terms of... It? Uh, perception of waste and their attempts to minimise?
2: I think all chefs, whatever their age, will avoid wastage no matter what. But I definitely think that I've grown up with recycling. It was, I mean, yeah, I've always recycled. My parents have always recycled. (laughs) I think probably when they grew up, they had a tendency to give their peels and their food waste to their animals because both of them grew up near farms or had animals around them, so they would probably feed all the peels to the pig or the chickens, and it's a different kind of way to be able to do that. Obviously, I can't do that in central London, so it's good to do compost and so on and so forth, but, yeah, I think definitely generations have seen this evolve quite differently than what I have. Both ways are good, just adapting to to life, I guess. If everybody had chickens in their garden, I think everybody would do that. It wouldn't be... It would be logic. Okay? If you want to try it? I'll try it then. i Chris, it. do you want to try it? I'll do um, some smaller pieces. It. it looks very nice. It looks super good. It looks very it's appetizing. There we go. I have this piece. It's a small piece. Chris, help yourself. Thank you. Mm. How would you improve it? Pepper. <laughs> Pepper. Okay. Pepper and a bit, maybe a bit of olive oil mm-hmm. on top. And that's very nice because you get the crunch of the crunch of the bread. Really nice, crunchy vegetables. A nice kick of vinegar. You can have you've got the taste of the chickpeas with the hummus. Lovely. Delicious. Thank you, Amy. I did awesome. any day. <laughs> awesome. Mm. Lovely.
1: What about you, Chris? What do you think?
0: Mm. Very tasty. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, nice
1: lunch. Nice lunch. Nice lunch. Nice lunch, indeed.
0: <laughs> Good <idea>. Perfect lunch. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Food Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learning about Alicia what I'm sure will be a very successful enterprise and is a fair and sustainable way of reducing avoidable food waste generated by small-scale suppliers. You can find out more about Elysia and purchase a meal or commission catering services by visiting elysiacatering.com. That's E-L-Y-S-I-A catering.com. If you mentioned to Sophie that you listened to the Foodies podcast at the time of purchase, She will provide you with 10% discount on your first purchase of a breakfast or aperitif. If you'd like to learn more about the issue of food waste and the work being done by organisations like Alicia, then be sure to visit the Foodies website at foodies.org.uk and sign up for the newsletter if you'd like to be kept informed of new articles, interviews and initiatives. And of course, if this is your first time listening, please subscribe to the podcast via iTunes or SoundCloud to ensure you get future episodes. I've been interviewing some really interesting people doing great work, and so there's lots of great content in the pipeline. You don't want to miss out. If you're involved with a food waste-related initiative and would like to be featured on the site or podcast, then please get in touch with me via email at chrisatfoodis.org.uk. Take care, and thanks again for listening.